Welcome back to another episode of the Final Frontier Podcast. With me today is Ray Tessie of Stage 9 Studios. Hi, Ray. Adam, how are you? I'm not bad. Thank you for being with me today. And uh, my co-host, Bill, uh, I don't know what happened to him. He might join us a little bit later. I guess we'll see. So, Ray, how about we just we just dig right into this interview? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So you were at MegaCon, right? I was at MegaCon. How did uh, that go? Well, it went a whole lot better than I ever imagined that it might. Um, it's interesting because I've always been on the um, the uh, visitor side. Uh, looking for things to go see. I've never been on the side of of actually hosting uh, a booth uh, or an event. Um, and honestly, I, I have one rule that I've always lived my life by, which is hope for the best, but expect the worst. And um, I really didn't know what to expect. I was really worried about it. But from the moment the doors opened on Thursday afternoon, Till the time they closed on Sunday evening, we we were just busy, and it was very very um, pleasurable uh, to be in that position. How many people do you think came by to have their picture taken? Uh, you know, it's funny you ask because at the very end, when I was with a, a, a small group of people uh, who were who were running everything with me. And I said, you know, it would have been nice to have a counter uh, to figure out how many people have been here. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I have to tell you, I did some fast math after it was done. And minimally, I'd say we had a thousand people come wow. through. I'd probably say maybe, you know, 1,500 people because we had, you know, single people coming through and then twos and threes. And then sometimes we'd have like eight. Wow. Uh, so it was, it was really kind of cool. So it was it was a, a great success then. Yes, I mean, I think so. Even the the um, uh, the uh, MegaCon, I guess you call him the owner, but uh-huh. the person who did the coordinating um, came by the booth and actually sat in the chair and brought a whole lot of people with him uh, to take a picture of everybody in the booth. Wow. So I'm going to say that was probably calling it a success. <laughs> Were you surprised by the amount of people? Uh, in that particular instance or overall? Uh, overall. Overall, I like I said, I didn't really know what to expect. And I was, I was very surprised. Uh, I really thought we would be sitting there. And the interesting thing was we were, we were probably – uh, the only Star Trek display uh, at MegaCon. Uh, we, was, we were in a pool of Star Wars people. Uh, <laughs> droids to the left of us, droids to the right of us. Um, so it was kind of interesting that we ended up, I thought, drawing the traffic that we did. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was pretty surprised when it was all said and done. Wow, that's great. So what was the process like? of getting a booth there? Um, 
it actually was a lot easier than I thought it would be. Um, I, I wrote uh, to the person at Megacon. We had a couple of ideas. Uh, it was actually Vic and Yana hmm. who had suggested the bridge. Um, one of the reasons I didn't want to go with the bridge was because I didn't want to use Vic's chair. Um, but we managed to find an alternate uh, supplier of a chair, a company or a group called uh, Delta Fleet, uh, who volunteered or allowed us to rent their chair for the weekend. Uh, and once I presented that to Megacon, uh, they were uh, very much interested in having us do the, do the display. Um, if I were to go back, even before that, which is kind of interesting, I guess, um, I originally approached Megacon and a couple of others, Supercon and DragonCon, you know, here in, in the uh, southeast. And I was looking for a booth just to promote the studio. I just wanted something where I could put cards out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were very receptive to that. And the person who wrote me back said, so what are you doing for photo ops? And I remember sitting in my living room and saying to myself, Huh, photo ops. What a great idea. Mm-hmm. And that led to coming up with the idea for the bridge. And they said, great. And they said, how much room do you need? And I said about what the size was. And they gave us a 20 by 20 foot booth uh, in a nice little part of the back of the auditorium or the, uh, the, the back of the area, right where all, all the guests were signing autographs. And, uh, yeah, the rest was history. Wow. So was it the full bridge or partial set? So we brought uh, the helm, the um, the uh, c- captain's chair, mm-hmm. uh, the island that they sit on, and uh, we printed or I printed a uh, 15-foot backdrop. It probably could have been a little bit wider, but I printed a 15-foot backdrop uh, from some uh, from a photo that Vic had actually put together uh, about a year or so ago. So for all intents and purposes, it looked like you were on the bridge standing in front of the helm. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. So did anyone say, hey, I want to go film at stage nine? Uh, A couple of people. Uh, I'm not going to tell you there were throngs of people because we were (laughs) actually announcing the fact that the studio was open. So Uh nobody was really even prepared for us to be at the back of the the theater or the uh the the area mm-hmm. um what we did get because we are actually we promoted that we're going to be doing an open house uh in october and we're about three and a half hours or, or orlando is about three and a half hours from kingsland georgia it's, it's pretty close and we had a lot of people say that they were coming they wanted to walk it they wanted to see it um that in itself was very, um, uh, very, very good. Yeah. So do you have any plans to go to any other conventions? Uh, so we uh, just uh, uh, confirmed that we'll be at Supercon, which is in Fort Lauderdale, uh, towards the end of July. Uh, we've been invited to go to Megacon Tampa. Uh, which is in, uh, I want to say it's in August, I believe, uh, or maybe September. Uh, so we're trying to figure that out. And uh, we were trying to get into Dragon Con, but we were a little late. So I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But 
at least Supercon and possibly Megacon Tampa. Uh, after that, I think I'm just going to collapse. <laughs> so are you planning on bringing, bringing the same stuff uh, that you did to Megacon to those? Uh, yeah. Um, since it was um, so well-received, um, I think we might as well ride that parade yeah. Uh, at least, you know, in the in the other areas uh, that we'll be exhibiting in. Mm-hmm. Are you going to change anything or bring any additional sets or materials? You know, I, I thought about it, um, and the answer is probably I'm going to bring less uh, because not knowing what to expect, I did a lot of overkill. I brought some mm. studio lighting and, and all kinds of, 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 of other items with me. Um, so the answer is probably I'm going to bring less, certainly, uh, the same amount that'll be on display. Uh, the thing that actually I brought with me, which I was surprised, uh, how people used it. Um, but I had, if you recall, I had done, um, uh, a a fan film or a a small fan film myself, Starship Republic, Mm -hmm. and I had costumes left over. And I brought those and just put them on a rack and thought it'd be kind of cool for people to see what costumes at a studio would look like. Mm-hmm. And within about 20 minutes, somebody said, can I put on a costume? And uh, I, had, I had to take them to the tailor when we were done. But, uh, but everybody wanted to get in costume and everybody wanted to take a picture in at least the chair, if not the helm. So, uh, so yeah, less items, but I think uh, the items that really uh, we ended up using. Mm-hmm. So switching gears, uh, Dreadnought Dominion recently released their short film, Reality Check. Were you there while they filmed? Well, I wanted to be. Um, uh, and actually, uh, Gary Davis, who, who put that together, and I had been talking for a number of months, uh, and he offered me a, a small background part uh, to be in, which I was actually looking forward to. Unfortunately, I had uh, a family issue um, that had come up that lasted a whole lot longer than I thought, and I actually wasn't able to get up there until the day after they filmed. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, yeah. Were you there for when they filmed Silent Acknowledgement, or was that all at the same time? That was actually all at the same time, oh, okay. and, and I had read the stories, and I thought he did a great, Gary and his, his group did a, a great job of mm-hmm. figuring out, you know, coming back to use the sets. They hadn't been there in, a, you know, in a, quite a number of years, mm-hmm. and uh, it's always good when, when you know, groups want to come back uh, and, you know, appreciate the opportunity to come back and finish something they started, you know? So, uh, but yeah, I was rather disappointed by, by not being able to be there, but in all honesty, I was, I guess where I had to be. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully you can be there for, uh, for any future, uh, productions. Uh, do you, are there any other productions lined up right now? Uh, yeah, actually there, there are, there are, uh, well, Dreadnought's coming back in, uh, January. Uh, and I think they're going to finish the original story that they had, had started years ago. Um, um, don't be surprised if you see Starship Republic um, 
make an appearance um, probably in uh, the fall uh, because we've been working on that story to bring it back. I've kind of gotten sidetracked by the studio, but uh, but um, a couple of the guys, uh, Jim Van Doltren and uh, Samuel Cockings, have been uh, really retooling the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have another production coming in September. We have another one that wants to come in July or August. I'm really worried about the heat. Uh, yet another one in February, and we actually have a wedding that'll be taking place on the bridge oh, wow. in February as well. So the word's starting to get out, and uh, that's really cool. That's yeah. really cool. Is there anything you can tell us specifically about these productions? Uh, well, I think probably people know about uh, Dreadnought Dominion mm-hmm. and um, uh, Starship Republic. Uh, one of the, the things that I've set up, and uh, I'm, I'm working with, if you recall, um, uh, Starbase Studios. They mm-hmm. rebranded themselves as Starbase Outpost, uh, and they're actually uh, working as a booking agent. So I'm working with those guys as well. But one of the things that um, I'm insisting on, and the reason I guess I can't really tell you too much is because I really don't know at this point, but I have said that prior to booking any time at the studio, we'll need to see a completed script, uh, make sure that it meets all of the CBS guidelines because mm-hmm. there's one thing that I'm not doing and that's violating any of those guidelines. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, the fact that people are finding out, you know, for the first time that, that there's, you know, some possibility of, of shooting at the studio um, I think people are really in the process of putting something together that we could really read. Uh, so really quick back to Starbase uh, Outpost. So uh, is that Vance and Kent Edwards or Words? <laughs> that is uh, Words and Vance. Okay. Uh, right now, so, mostly Vance. But, uh, uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's all in and he's very excited to, to really, you know, help contribute. At, so they're they're booking for you. They're booking, correct. Okay. And uh, in in the meantime, they also want to film as well. So it's, oh. it's a, a double dip, I guess. Can you tell us anything about their production? I know Vance has um, got something going on, uh, and he's he's actually started to publish it. And I I know the ship is called Constar. Oh yes. Um, so you've probably seen that. Yeah, I'm uh, writing one of the episodes for that. Oh, cool. Very cool. And uh, Words has, he says, three stories that he's never quite completed that he wants to film there. Um, And I don't know specifically, although we've we've talked in roundabout ideas about his plot. Um, But uh, so I don't again, I don't know too much at this point. Okay. Uh, so let's see. I'm looking down my questions. What do I have left? See, this is this is so hard for me because Bill's not here. He always has these really great off-the-cuff questions, and I'm always by the book, and I've I've always got my my pre-planned questions. It's okay. Uh, so well, I I actually uh, had a couple of things that uh, if I could jump back to yeah. Megacon for a yeah, second, go for it. Uh, and and that's something that occurred to me during you know our 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 booth experience. Um, And the one thing I realized, Adam, is, 
you know, I've, I've been bouncing around Star Trek for 50 or 51 years. I hate to admit it, but I have. Um, I'm glad you're not taking my picture. Um, and, you know, in that, uh, in that 50 years, uh, aside from watching episodes and, and all of that, uh, I've been to conventions. Uh, I've met some of the actors. I've met some of the actors in some of the oddest places, uh, you know, uh, and been able to interact with them. I've seen the sets now, you know, now obviously with, um, with uh, Stage 9, um, and uh, Starbase Studio, uh, not Starbase Studios. Yeah, Starbase Studios. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've been up to to Kingsland, and you know I've seen the tour. And I realized as people were coming through that not everybody has had that opportunity. Um, and some of the reactions that we got were totally unexpected and really kind of nice. Um, and, and just to give you a, there's a couple of people that kind of stand out, um, to me. One was a young lady. Uh, everybody to me is young, by the way. Uh, it was a young lady that came by and she walked into the booth and she got in front of the helm and she knelt down to like, say a prayer or something. Hmm. I mean, it was like, you know, she had gone to heaven. Um, and you know, you don't know quite how to react to, to something like that. You know, families would come in. I had a young lady who brought her mother. Her mother was probably about my age and brought her all the way down to the end of the aisle that we were in, having her face the other way. And when she turned around, the woman just put her hands up to her face. Her mouth fell open and she started to cry. Mm-hmm. And I had to walk out. I gave her a hug. And I kind of walked her in in front of the crowd, and I, I just, I mean, you know, you, you look at things like that, and uh, you just kind of wonder, or you, you realize that, you know, this is a bigger deal for some people than you ever imagined. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the one that really stands out to me was there was, again, a young lady. She was with her mom, and she really wanted to sit on the bridge. She wanted to take pictures of herself. She always wanted pictures of herself on the bridge. And she put on one of the costumes. We had a, a female red, red tunic costume. Mm-hmm. Uh, she started to get undressed. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> hold on a second. And she goes, oh, no, I have clothes on under here. And her mom came, <laughs> helped her get dressed and whatever. And when she, she had on a, a very long um uh, I'll call it a dress, but it went down to the floor. And when the dress finally came off, and you know those tunics are really short, uh, her le- I, I, I looked, and her legs were all scarred. And her either her knee or her ankle was in a brace. And I kind of looked at her mother because it didn't really take me back, don't get me wrong, or, or a back or anything like that, but I was just rather surprised. And her mom told me that she had been um, either a fr- – I don't remember if she said she was a first responder or if she was actually deployed overseas at some point. And she was in an accident. And I sat her in the captain's chair, and she didn't want to sit in the captain's chair because she didn't want a picture of her legs. Um, and I said, if you sit in the chair, I'll make sure that you know things are kind of cool. 
Uh, and so she sat in the captain's chair, but she really wanted to sit at the helm. And we took a bunch of pictures at the helm. And at the end, what I would do with everybody is I'd show them like the last picture because I used their phone. And I'd show them the pictures that we took. And I showed her the last picture. And her and, mother, her, and her mother started to cry. Hmm. And you just forget that it's a much more meaningful thing to a lot of people mm-hmm. um, than, than I don't want to say to myself, but I've kind of lived it for so long and I've been in it. Um, and, and it was very wonderful to see. And people would hug me and people would shake my hand and people would thank me and people would say they're going to come see me. And, and it was great. I mean, I just, something that I wanted to pass on because it was something that I really didn't anticipate or ever even expect to have happen at an event like this. So, you know, that to me was like the, the highlight uh, of my being there and probably the reason I'd really like to get to other places and have people, you know, see these sets. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they have the same experiences. I hope so. It can be life-changing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So what's been the greatest challenge for you so far, just in general with Stage 9? Um, I'd probably say the launch. Um, I started back in – and when I say the launch, I didn't want to make – I mean, I announced that, you know, Vic and I had worked together and – and I now own the sets and mm-hmm. and all that. But beyond that, I had uh, up until uh, May, I hadn't said anything about what we were going to do with the sets. And I think part of the reason was, um, if not main, the main reason was that I wanted to make sure that um, I was going to do this in a way that would be respectful, not only to Star Trek, but to CBS and, and all of CBS's licenses um, that Vic was on board with, you know, how we were going to move this forward. And it really took about about five months um, to make sure that I knew what my parameters were. Mm-hmm. So I think sitting with those sets and not being able to do with them anything with them, uh, and then finally, you know, getting to a point where I could was probably the biggest challenge. Mm-hmm. Just, just sitting on your hands, waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Paying rent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that that's a good point. Uh, losing money on just sitting there, not being able to use it. Yeah. Yeah. So what's been the, the greatest achievement so far? Um, I would say, uh, I guess there's, a, there's a f- two or three things that fall okay. into the greatest achievement. Uh, the first one is when... Uh, back in January, when I officially took over uh, Star Trek Continues and it became Stage Nine Studios, the the folks that had worked it, and I'm talking about the people who were really very much local to Kingsland or or Jacksonville, Florida, um, who had helped build it and had helped film in it and helped light it. Uh, they all wanted to stay a part of it. Um, and that to me was like a big, a big positive. A, they wanted to stay there. B, they wanted to stay with me uh, and appreciated the fact 
that, you know, the studios were going to remain intact and, and we're going to stay in Kingsland and uh, we were going to move forward with it. So the reaction that I've gotten and the support I've gotten uh, has been great. And, and just to, if you don't mind, if I can mention a couple of names, there's for Royal Weaver and there's Sam Rooks and there's Scott Granger. Uh, there's uh, Dan Scanlon. Uh, there's Brandon, and I don't know Brandon's name, but he's deployed right now in the Navy, and uh, uh, Jay Pennington, and all those guys, and my my daughter has jumped in to help out, so Sam, Tessie, um, and all those people just rally whenever I need help, and we want to do something, so that has been a a very big positive. Mm -hmm. Um, The fact that Groups now want to come in and either walk through it mm-hmm. uh, or film in it uh, is another one. And that's, you know, sort of, of where I need to take the studio. Um, and, you know, I've always said it's not a money-making opportunity, and it's not. Uh, I do need some help, you know, keeping the lights on. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no getting around that. Um, so... I just want people to be able to come and have fun and, uh, you know, see what's going on and uh, just be a part of it. And that is starting to happen. And that's a very big positive to me. Hmm. Uh, Is there anything else on the horizon for Stage 9 that you want to talk about? Um, I don't know that there's anything on the horizon. There is an open house. Uh, maybe that is on the horizon. Uh, we, we do have an open house that will be happening. Uh, it will either be in October or early November. I originally scheduled it for early October, but a couple of things have come up that might make us uh, need to move that a little bit. Uh, plus, it will be cooler, which is yeah. one of the reasons that uh, I want to be more – uh, more in that timeline and, and certainly, you know, after Labor Day and before Thanksgiving. So that's kind of the time frame I'm looking at. Uh, and uh, we really, that's that's just going to be, you know, come come and see it. Um, you know, no charge to enter and walk around and take selfies and sit in the chairs and, and do your thing and, and really just come on and have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's a big thing that's on the horizon. Um you know, and we're looking at, uh, I'm about to, I think, launch a, a Patreon um, account uh, just to try to get, you know, some people who might want to uh, help contribute to mm-hmm. keep the lights going. Uh, small amounts, you know, small amounts of donation. I'm not looking for, for you know, crazy things. And, you know, some some nice little rewards, I hope, for that. Uh, so, yeah, so things are starting to move forward, and that's that's all real good. Um, you know, I, I, we have uh, um, uh, this other company that's just about done with their construction on the other side of the building, and, and those are the egg roll people. Um, do you know about the egg roll people? I think you've mentioned it to me before. Yeah, they're going to ma- manufacture and distribute egg rolls, so I figured at least we could eat while we're filming. <laughs> yeah, very uh, well. So that's almost done. So and and you know there's there's a couple of, of pieces of of uh, sets that need uh, not really repair, but because of the construction, we need to get you know some new access and things. And that's almost done. And we want to have that done by October as well. So so it's all good. And, and uh, yeah, so so things are in fact moving forward. And 
Uh, I couldn't be happier about that right now. For a while, it looked like it was going nowhere, but I think I've passed that hurdle. It's Yeah, things are starting to get going. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this Patreon, uh, what what's the, like the, the lowest tier donation? A dollar. A dollar. Okay, that's good. Dollar. Yeah. It's like a dollar. It's like two dollars. I think there's a either a ten or a fifteen if people mm-hmm. want it. And then I went a little on the high side, and there's there's a limited number, and they're like a two hundred dollar a month donation. Mm-hmm. But for two hundred dollars a month, for every month that you pay, you get free studio time. Wow. Uh, so just come in and and do what you want, you know. Uh, so I've tried to make it so that it's. It's affordable for everybody, and you know, and and again, it's, you know, uh, I'm just, uh, you know, sometimes I feel guilty about doing things like that, and I really do, but, uh, you know, definitely need a little bit of help to to just, you know, keep things going. Yeah, and it gives people a, an easy way to support you. Uh, oh, what's the? Uh, is there an, uh, a reward for the one dollar tier? Well, everybody is going to get some sort of a mention. Um, okay. So there'll be, there'll be, you know, a contributor site on the website. You know, a lot, the, the thing that I, 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 I don't want to say wrestled with, but originally I said, well, everybody will be mentioned in, you know, uh, a credit, a film credit. The problem is they're not my film. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I don't know if I could really, you know, tell somebody, Hey, you have to do this. Um, and have them be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but we will mention everyone, you know, on the website, and we're actually going to have some some live broadcasts, uh, so people will be able to see the inside workings of the studio without yeah, necessarily good. having to been be there, mm-hmm. uh, just so they could see what it's like. So, so we want to try to bring those things uh, sort of to the forefront as well. I was going to suggest that you do something like that. Maybe even you, you could do like um, <clears throat> like a live feed where you answer questions and you give updates and you, you talk about stuff. And that, that's also where you can mention people's names that have donated. Uh, have you ever thought about doing like a monthly like update type of video? I have. Uh, interesting you say that. And uh, this is all still new to me. So <laughs> so I'm just trying to get it all together. Um, but, yeah, I want to be able to – I don't want to just sit back and say, you know uh, – pardon me for saying it this way, but, you know, give me your money because mm-hmm. that's not right. That's not what it's about. Yeah. I want to be able to do something for people. And I have looked at other – filmmakers that are on patreon and seeing what they do and i've tried to emulate them a bit and yes that is one of those things where you could have some interaction with people uh some live q a and things like that uh even you know once a month interview somebody who's a contributor Hmm. you know pick somebody and have them actually interview Mm -hmm. uh you know what is star trek to them you know why did they do what they did so we're looking at, at a couple of things like that, and and I think hopefully those will be well-received. Yeah, that sounds exciting. Uh, do you know when you're going to launch the Patreon? Well, it's actually live, but I haven't really launched it. I'm just still trying to get some um, opinions as to, you know, if, if anything needs to be changed. Okay. Uh, but it's actually live right now, and it's just, you know, at uh, patreon.com slash stage9studios. Um, uh, 
Is it a monthly um, donation or is it like every time you, you make a post? Uh, it's a monthly donation. Okay. It's a monthly donation. All right. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about for stage nine? Um, you know, I think I've covered a lot. I know that sounds weird because I've, <laughs> I've spent a lot of time, you know, talking here. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm just I'm, – I'm, I'm happy that, you know, we're, we're – we're being as well received as we are. Um, I, I appreciate people like yourself, Adam and James and, you know, Bill, if he ever shows up, uh, <laughs> you know, for helping us move this along. And there have been, you know, some other folks as well. And, and that's, you know, the support is a big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you guys have done uh, a, a really good job in helping support me, you know, for a number of years now even before stage nine. And, you know, I thank you guys for that. Well, we're, we're happy to, to help support you. Uh, we enjoy what, what, what you've been doing and, uh, we look forward to, to more stage nine, uh, info in the future. Uh, before we end, I wanted to get your opinion on the recent star Trek news. That's been, uh, that's been happening the last couple of days. Uh, Is this the, uh, the new, uh, uh, some five new programs. Uh, yeah. From, uh, the, those folks at uh, Discovery win. Yeah. So all that stuff. So, yeah, the first one was uh, the two showrunners uh, getting axed and Alex Kurtzman being elevated to showrunner. Uh, what do you think about that? You know, um, I've learned over the years, this is the only way I can answer that, that I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why they did what they did. I I have to believe that um, Discovery was obviously much more successful uh, than than CBS uh, had expected or anticipated. Uh, I went from absolutely hating to sh- the show when I first saw it to absolutely loving it mm-hmm. and waiting for season two. Um, but who knows if there are disagreements that go on, uh, why they would have elevated Kurtzman to the role that he has now. Um, but all those things are sort of behind closed doors. And until they tell us, um, uh, you know, it's hard to, to even speculate as to why. Yeah. Uh, and so, so you've heard about the new uh, possible content that Kurtzman's going to produce. Yes. Yes. What, I've what read about thoughts? it. it well, my thoughts are it's it's better than the Paramount <laughs> approach to it uh, in taking the directors that they're they're going to be taking. Um, I kind of think it's cool. It's it's uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer the question first, and then I'm gonna, sort of going to double back uh, okay. to the Star Trek audience. Um, I think that Star Trek has stagnated for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my opinion. Um, I'm happy with where um, Discovery went because even though it's not my Star Trek, it's really not my Star Trek, I think they tried to stay in the Star Trek universe. Uh, whether or not it's in the JJ-verse or you know some alternate universe, hard to tell, but it's really stagnated. And it's interesting, too, that I had just read an article maybe within a week before I read those announcements that said that nobody's offering Patrick Stewart a job and it's a crime. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And now they're talking about, you know, bringing him back as Picard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is interesting because that means it'll be a different timeline or a different, even a, whatever. But certainly somebody's thinking about it. And I think that's a good thing that somebody's mm-hmm. thinking about it. Um, whether or not it's aimed at us old guys, uh, so to speak, um, you know, who, who grew up with all these different series or whether it's aimed at a new audience, it's good that they're aiming it at somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm very happy with with the direction that they want to go in. Uh, again, you know, lots. I'm sure a lot of things have to happen to make it all fall in place. Um, but the fact that they're even talking about it and coming forward with it at this point, uh, it's a very positive thing, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I yeah, am too. I think it will be really cool, especially if they do do a Picard like limited series or full on series or or something. I think that would be really cool to see. That's what I'm super excited for. Yeah, uh, be interesting to see if they're coming out. If they want to do five different storylines, it'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Um, yeah. I actually am looking forward to Discovery uh, season two. Uh, with the introduction of you know the Enterprise and, uh-huh. and Pike, which means you're gonna you're gonna have all your old characters back from you know the cage, yeah, uh, which is great, which is great, and you really wanted to see those people. So, you know, are 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 Spock and his sister gonna actually reunite at some point? And is Sarek and Amanda gonna be involved in that? So it asks a lot of questions that are kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Do you think we'll actually see Spock? I, I think supposedly we're supposed to see a young, like, child Spock, but do you think we'll see the adult version? I think, personally, if they brought in the Enterprise and we know what time frame that represents, then, yeah, I think they're going I, I to hold it back. And I think they're going to show us Spock when they think the time is right. But mm-hmm. do I think we're going to see him? Yeah, I think we're going to see him. Do you think it will be like a CGI Leonard Nimoy, or do you think it will be someone new? I think it will be someone new. I think it will be someone new. Mm-hmm. Um, just my feeling, because they've done everything new. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've actually introduced the actor who's going to play Pike, who looks a lot like Jeffrey Hunter, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but he's a real person, so I'm yeah. going to think that they're going to introduce a, a real person as Spock or a new actor as Spock. Mm-hmm. Well, I Again, think my opinion, be, uh... I know nothing, so I'm just <laughs> speculating. I think it will be interesting to see what they do. I, I'm excited for it. Yeah, I am too. And I was really disappointed at the end of season one for them to say it was going to be a year and a half before it came back. But that's yeah. the way That's the way of television these days. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to discuss or shall we wrap it up? Uh, no, I think uh, I think I've said my piece. Uh all right. <laughs> but uh, it's a lot of fun. I always look forward to uh, to talking to you guys. Yeah, this is fun. Uh, so, Ray, thank you for, for being on the podcast again. I'm sorry Bill was not here to, to get to talk to you, to, to ask his questions. Uh, so that means we'll have to have you on again uh, when we come back in the fall. Uh, we'll, so we'll see when we can when we can get you back on. I, I, I would appreciate that. And uh, if it's just me and you again, Adam, it's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Bill will want to talk. 
<laughs> to our viewers, this is the last episode until around September or so, because uh, I have to go move in July, and um, I'm going to be a busy, busy boy. So you can catch the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and YouTube. And uh, make sure you uh, you visit Stage 9 on the web, and you give it a like, and you check it out. So thank you, Ray. Adam, I appreciate it, as always. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.